name is Josh. I'm Jamie. And welcome to A Conversation with Two Geeks, the podcast where we talk about everything from movies, comics, and everything in between. Today, we will be talking about everything from the WandaVision trailer to the new spinoffs announced, and finally, the announcement about the end of CW Supergirl. Yep, and if you want, give us a follow on all our social media platforms. On Twitter, we're at Convo with the number two geeks. And on Facebook and Instagram, we're at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you look for our logo, it'll be the same on our social media platforms. And if you feel like giving us an email, you can email us at a conversation with two geeks at gmail.com. Jamie, how are you doing today? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, hanging in there. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm just, yeah, yeah, just, eh, you know, just hanging in there. I, we're at yeah. like month 16 or, I don't know, I lost <laughs> count, so it's like month, month three of like our quarantine apocalypse. Yeah. But hey, at least, like hey, at least <laughs> we have something to at least keep us hold, holding us over. Um, one, the trailer for WandaVision, which actually premiered like, so for context, dear listeners, we record these on Saturday and like Saturday afternoons and like no less than like an hour or two later, the WandaVision trailer dropped. Yeah, the way we the way we record our episodes, sometimes we miss big announcements like this trailer, like because we literally talked about it on the last episode for a few minutes Yeah, and the trailer just dropped like either later that night or the early the next morning. So yeah, it's um, it was insane. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. But anyways, anyways, back onto the trailer. This mm-hmm. um first let me get some synopsis. Welcome to WandaVision coming soon to Disney Plus, Marvel Studios, Captain New Series, WandaVision starring F. Olsen and Paul Bettany, and marks the first series from Marvel Studios streaming exclusively on Disney Plus. This series is a blend of classic television and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in which Wanda Maximoff and Vision, two superpowered beings living in idealized suburban lives begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems um yeah uh holy shit was this um this is trippy it was it was um i'm glad we got a trailer because i've been wondering what direction they were going to take this show and now that we kind of get a trailer we've got a little bit of a feel for it and it looks to be super <laughs> interesting um very trippy like sounds like they're going to be kind of like trapped in the alternate universe and then Mm -hmm. they're starting to figure it out um and it broke records too it looks like it had a lead to a whopping 50 million views in 24 hours for this trailer which is that's crazy that's a lot that that is a lot and also um Given our next news item, this might be the only Marvel thing we get this year. So, you know, yeah. I think I think we're just taking what we can get at this point. But yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited. I the one thing I was kind of surprised about the trailer is that um, did you ever watch that '70s show? I've seen bits of that show. Yeah. Okay, because the I've mom is. Episodes. I've seen episodes. Yeah, because the mom is in. Yeah. Here, which was like, hey, yeah. I didn't expect her to be in this. That's crazy. That's going to be super interesting. Yeah. And I'm then... very curious because it does feel like there's going to be like, they're definitely trapped in whatever's going on. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be kind of interesting to see kind of what happens. Um, yeah. This is the one, like I said, is the one I'm most excited for because like I have no idea what yeah. to expect. 
I'm I'm with you on there. The only thing I can maybe get somehow not really a prediction, but or at least somehow the style of it is I don't know. Did you ever see FX's Legion? I like I haven't seen it, but I <laughs> I saw the trailers for it. Um, and I know that was a very mind trippy, crazy show. Yeah, I mean that's the only thing I can predict. But other than that, though, I'm just I- I'm with you. I got no idea of how this show is going to operate, and mm-hmm. apparently this might. Apparently, from what I've heard about, I think Feige, Kevin Feige has talked about this. Apparently, this is supposed to lead into Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Oh, you know that actually kind of makes sense, mm-hmm. especially with, like the alternate realities and stuff like that, and, like like crazy it can get in that regard. Yeah. Definitely. No, great. For that. Yeah. Now, granted, we're not going to get that movie till at least twenty twenty two. So yeah, it is going to be a while. But yeah, no, I I'm just I'm I'm all in. Um, yeah, no, and also I think I might have heard about a release date. Now this is kind of unofficial, but it might be in November, either November or December. That makes sense. Like, because I think you put. They wanted to release it sort of like the first year anniversary of Disney Plus. They kind of yeah. something for that. Uh-huh. And they did say at the end of the year, so November, December checks out. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. yeah. Moving on to our next story. Um, so, Black Widow and to mm-hmm. summer of 2021. And unfortunately, this has affected the entire Phase 4 schedule in that year. So rather than the film be released on November 6th, Disney and Marvel have elected to push Black Widow out to May 1st, 2021. As a result, the entire Phase 4 schedule moves for that year has been changed with with Chloe Zhao's internals being moved to February 12th, 20, from February 12th, 2021 to November 5th, 2021, and Jane Chi being moved up to from May 7th to July 9th, 2021. So, yeah. Bleep. Wow. I mean, it it sucks, but like I said last week, the the Disney wants to movie gets in theaters, and I can appreciate that. Um, yeah, because it deserves to be just the way it's filmed and produced. I know I yeah. feel like a broken record saying it, but they yeah. those those movies are expensive and not cheap. Yeah, and they deserve and... to get like the best viewing experience. So. It would be yeah, nice and... to have it on Disney Plus. Like this is one I pay like the extra money to, to preview. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think anyone would. Yeah, so but Yeah. yeah. And al- also we're able to see it in next summer. Yeah. Also, and I don't and we're we, we we didn't put this in the show notes or anything, but um a little while, I think like Sunday or Monday, um, it turns out the there's some of the box office reporting it hasn't been exactly truthful from Mulan, so and apparently they've yeah. only been like reaching like at least like 60 to 90 million. And I mean, there's also other stuff involving some controversy, which I don't want to get into because I have actually not seen the movie <laughs> and I'm like trying yeah. to do my best to not have that or okay. really ju- ju- cloud my appearance. But yeah, no, it, it's, it, I, I get why they're doing this. I'm just like, I hate you 2020. I know it would have been nice to see it. Yeah. I still want to see this and Wonder Woman. Like those are two movies that I, that I want to see in theaters, and that is not happening right now, unfortunately. So, yeah. just crossing our fingers to see them. Definitely, definitely. So, um, moving on to the other side of the m- other side of the um, comics cor- 
or not really comics corner, but you know, to the distinguished competition, uh, James Gunn is doing a Peacemaker prequel series. Um, well, yeah. he's going. Warner Brothers is going full speed with James Gunn and giving him some pretty cool projects. I guess I don't. This yeah. this this is crazy. Like, because we haven't even seen Suicide Squad yet, the new one yeah. with John Cena, yeah. who is playing Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah. We'll get to see. I'm 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 really curious because um, so for context for context, um, James Gunn, director of the upcoming film The Suicide Squad, is writing and directing an HBO Max miniseries based on the character who will based on the character Peacemaker who will be revised and role by John Cena. The show was supposed to be an origin story, I guess. It's supposed to set the origins of the Peacemaker character, a man who believe in peace at any cost, no matter how many people he has to kill. Him. Or as Cena puts in the feature at in that feature that was released, a douchey mm-hmm. Captain America. Um, Gunn's going to be yeah. writing all eight episodes in the pilot episode, um, all eight episodes, including the pilot episode. And he, and also, and he, it, this wasn't confirmed, but on Twitter, he kind of mentioned uh, Pete Davidson's Blackguard character potentially having a role in the series. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I, when I saw the news, I, I was like, eh? that's and it's like, that's interesting that they're giving him a full, like, season, not, but giving him another outlet to develop this character from a movie that hasn't even come out yet. Like, they must have a lot of belief that people will like this character and want to see more of them. Yeah. But, like, we all love Cap. Like, Cap is the best. And the mm-hmm. fact that this Peacemaker is described as a douchey Captain America. I just don't know how well he'll get received, but that's, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. I can't. I can't say nothing because we haven't seen the movie or seen anything about him, so I don't know. Yeah. Also, I, you know, this is kind of funny because I was literally I was coming through Guns Twitter and like he's been so bored during quarantine. He's, like, you know, let me just make a TV show. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's. Hey, James Gunn. What James James Gunn? Yeah, James Gunn does what James Gunn does best. Do that is stuff. true. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, moving on to our next story, which is another spinoff story, following the surprise success of Garth Ennis's of the Garth Ennis adaptation, The Boys, Amazon Amazon has fast track <laughs> development. <laughs> Amazon has fast-tracked development on a spinoff set in the same universe as the show, with the main premise and setting being, and being at a only college, an America's only college, exclusive for young adult superheroes or subs that is run by Vaught International, which is the big corporation in the show. With okay. it being described as an irreverent R-rated series that explores the lives or harmonial competitive subs as they put their physical, sexual, and moral boundaries to the test. Competing for the best contracts in the best cities, part college show, part Hunger Games, with all the heart, satire, and raunch of the boys. Craig Rosenberg, a writer and executive producer on the main on the main series, will be a showrunner for this. I, as someone that currently watches the show, um, mm-hmm. which, by the way, um, if you have not, I highly recommend it. Um, one of the recent episodes was probably like one of the best episodes of the season. But yeah, no, I I don't know how I feel about this because this is weird. 
Like it, I want. It sounds insane. It, like part college show, which could be crazy in its own right. Part Hunger Games, which is like what? Like that. Like combine those and then everything else, and it's just like that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, the thing is with this series, um, with this series, it's like. It's about really these, because essentially the premise of the boys is that you have these ex-CIA ex- mm-hmm. agents who are who don't have any superpowers going against a big corporation with like multitude of like superpowers, and I I don't know how I feel about this premise, which essentially it's kind of being turned into kind of a I hate to say it a comedy, and the thing is like the. The the boys can be satire, raunchy satire, but it also has heart and also has a lot of darkness to it. Yeah. So I don't. I really don't know how I feel about this. I want to give it a chance, but it's just like, it's just like, okay, are you guys doing this because the show is a freaking success and that Ennis doesn't really have any spinoff material? That's probably what it is, to be honest. Because this is like, I feel like. This is one of their Amazon's biggest original um, shows. Like, Mm -hmm. I know they have a few others, but this is their current big show that they kind of have going on right now. And Mm. capitalize it on it. Mm -hmm. And and like, since you were talking, it sounds like they're going in like, this show would be like the opposite of whatever The Boys is. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen the show, so I don't know. But that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Again, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Moving on. Um. So Sam Jackson is going to be returning. Um. So an exclusive article written by Variety's Joe Otterson, Samuel Jackson will be revising his role as Snake Fury in a Marvel series currently in development at Disney Plus. The exact plot details of the show are keep being kept under wraps. Multiple sources says that Jackson is attached to star with Kyle Bradstreet, famous for his work on the USA Network series Mr. Robot, which he was a writer on. Um, is attached mm-hmm. to write and executive produce. So I have a theory for this. Okay, what's your theory? So my theory for this is that this could potentially be an Agents of Shorts of Sword show, as there's kind of been rumors of this building up for the past year. Uh, for those that don't know what Sword is, it's um, the Sentient World Observation and Response Department. Essentially, they're a space version of Shield that deals with um, extraterrestrial threats to world security. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. And if that's the case, then potentially characters like Chloe Bennett's um, Agent Agent Johnson, um, Agent Daisy Johnson from Into Shield, and a certain Blue Mutant—I won't say which one—but a certain Blue Mutant could make an appearance on this show. Okay, that this is something like when this is announced. That's the sword um, potential show. Sounds like what a lot of um, people are kind of expecting it to be. Like, that's mm-hmm. definitely a popular theory. So. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see for me more details. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very curious about this one. Yeah. To our next. Sure. Onwards. Um, mm-hmm. We have our Hawkman. So, Alice Hodge, best known for his roles, MC Ren in Straight Outta Compton, and James Lanier in The Invisible Man. He was the um, Elizabeth Moss's um, detective best friend will be playing Carter Hall, a.k.a. Hawkman, in the Dwayne Johnson-led Black Adam movie. For those that don't know about the character, Hawkman is one pair of lovers uh, from ancient Greece destined to constantly be reincarnated throughout space and time, with the other being Hawkgirl. 
In the modern day, he is Carter Hall, an archaeologist turned adventurer who struggles with anger issues and his ability to control a mace. Um, the character was actually in season one of Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, and just, yeah, that, 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 that was the thing. Let's see. Never mind. Keep going. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. No, I'm no. I just I, I was very surprised to hear about this news because again, he was an Invisible Man, and he, he's been around for a while, and I've seen him in multiple things, including mm-hmm. that. So it's like, kind of nice to see he's, he's getting a big huge superhero role. But yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. Still mad that we're not getting Hot Girl, but eh, you know. Well, yeah, that's true, but yeah, I don't know. I mean. Since my exposure to them was in Legends, I don't have a very strong attachment to them to be like, because they're not characters that are super interesting to me mm-hmm. from the way that they were presented um, in the show. Like, because I go off of it based on, like, if I see in a certain iteration of it, of a character in a show, that makes me go back and look at different versions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, just hope that they do this one better, and then if this one's good, maybe they will eventually bring in Hot Girl. Um, Fingers crossed. So, yep. So now we're gonna get into some rumor time. So, just a full disclaimer: do not take these rumors with a grain of salt. Um, the accuracy on this could be fifty-fifty. But so you know how in the new Flash movie we're getting like different interpretations of like Batman with Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck set to return. Yes. Yeah. Well, those might not be the only characters um, from the DC from the DC multiverse, as um, Ezra Miller might be reuniting with um, Grant Gustin's Flash. Interesting. And not only that, but talks have been reeling in. Um, talks have included other reeling in other characters from the CW past and present, such as Star Girl and even Tom Welling and Christian Kurek. Um, they played. Uh, Welling played um, Clark Kent in Smallville, and Christian Kirk played. Um, it was Lana Lang, right? Correct. I believe so, because Lois was. Um, oh, she was in the crossover. Oh my yeah, gosh, that was Eric. That was that was Erica. Dur- that was Erica. Eric, Erica Durance. Yeah, er- that Erica was Durance. Lois. So yeah. I'm assuming Christian Kirk. Is that mm-hmm. how you say it? Yeah. Um, it's probably Lana Lang. Yeah, most likely. Heck, even the Titans from the Titansverse are even in consideration. Much of this will be during a scene where Miller swiftly flashes from one Earth to another. Uh-huh. So that's going to be interesting. And then in addition to those cameos, according to an article from Fandom Wire, uh, we, in addition, we might be seeing more different versions of um, Bats and another character, and another character that I'm going to lead into, another big character, in addition to seeing um, Affleck uh, Keaton and Affleck. In fact, we might even be going back to the universe of the Dark Knight trilogy, as there is word uh, there is word that producers want him to stop, want him, which means Bear, uh, Ezra's Barry, to stop quickly in Nolan's Gotham City. Since, but since Batman is technically dead in that timeline, Barry might see a newspaper explaining Batman is dead. The producers are keen to get Christian Bale to cameo, but if they can't, they'll adjust. They'll adjust it along with Bale. Um, Producer, uh, they're also looking into potentially adding in Val Kilmer and George Clooney. In fact, the forum was supposed to do a panel at DC Fandom. I don't, I don't know what happened. So yeah, that that's uh, that's big. So this, these rumors are basically saying that we're definitely doing 
time tra- lots of time travel, mm-hmm. lots of craziness. I mean, um, based off Flashpoint. Flashpoint. That that's what I was looking for. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it would be Flashpoint if these rumors are true. Yeah, I remember these are just rumors, so we're not they're not confirmed or anything. Yeah, um, but he, here's the here's here's the big one. You ready? Yeah. So when it comes to sleep, the big rumor is that the filmmakers are approaching Nicolas Cage to briefly portray Tim Burton's version of Superman that never was. Now, if you don't remember, um, Cage was supposed to play Soup's uh, back um, back in the 90s when Tim Burton was doing his whole thing, was trying to do his whole thing. Heck, he even wound up voicing the role in the Teen Titans Guns of the Movies. To make this cameo even cooler, Cage would be portraying Superman in the Burton-Schumacher universe where Michael Keaton resides and where a bulk of the movie takes place. That's crazy. Yeah. That would be insane if that's what happened. Um, oh, man. I don't know. Like, this movie sounds crazy. I hope it's true because it sounds like it'll be a f- very crazy and fun movie. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like there's a lot going on. So, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I- I'm curious. I'm, the more and more I hear about this, the more I'm curious because, well, you know my feelings on Flashpoint. I'm personally not a fan, especially given that we just had it in the show. Um, mm-hmm. We just had it in the show. I wasn't really a big fan of them using that. I would have just preferred like a straightforward, just, you know, normal adaptation, like a Spider-Man Homecoming or something like that for the character. Yeah. But the more and more I hear about this, the more I'm like, okay, if you're going to do this, then maybe then you're enticing me a little bit more. Well, the one thing is, if this is true, they're definitely going all out. So uh, it sounds like they're not really holding back on a lot of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be crazy if this yeah. is all true. Yeah, it's... It, I personally wish it's... they were just doing like a um, an origin, too, for Barry, for the movie. Because mm. um, I think that's... I do think like doing a Spider-Man Homecoming type of movie would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but... We'll just have to see what happens, yeah. I guess. So, to kind of take it back to the depressing, um, it's rather disappointing news. Supergirl is ending its run. According to Deadline, Supergirl will be taking her last flight. The CW and producers at Warner Bros. TV and Berlin's production just announced that the drama series starring Melissa Bonis will conclude with its upcoming sixth season, set to premiere in, on the CW in 2021. Between the delays and Supergirl's downwards, Downward range trajectory. The producers, the studio, the network, and Benoist came to a decision that it was better to end the show with a longer, with a longer f- final season. The creative team have started developing the stories storylines for the final twenty episodes. The order is expected to be longer than most of the broadcast series this coming season, including the CW scripted shows, which will be launching in January and beyond. In a statement released on Instagram, Benoit said the following, to say it has been an honor portraying this iconic character would be a massive understatement. Seeing the incredible impact the show has had on young girls around the world has always left me humbled and speechless. She has had that impact on me too. She taught me strength I didn't know I had to find the hope in the darkest darkest of places and that we are stronger to we are stronger when we are yeah, when we're united. What she stands what she stands for and stands for pushes all of us to be better. She has changed my life for the better, and I am forever grateful. I am so excited that we get to plan our conclusion to this amazing journey, and I cannot wait for you to see what we have in store. I promise we're going to make it one hell of a final season. 
Yeah, that was that's a long post. Oh my gosh, long caption. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. So this broke a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. um, I believe. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm like I told you when we were talking about it a little bit off air. I'm surprised and not surprised. I always thought they get to six or seven seasons. Um, so I'm not surprised. It makes sense, honestly, because the rating, like, on the CW, ratings don't have as much of an impact, like, for other networks, but it has, the ratings have gone down. Um, mm-hmm. And the show has kind of lost directory, I guess is what I want to say. It, mm-hmm. It's kind of, I don't, like, it's point, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word to say, but... Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense to me, and especially since she just had her kid uh-huh. and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. And, and so I am glad that they're going to give the show on their terms and that they're going to have many episodes to finish, which would be good. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's from Deadline, so I take that. that that's pretty accurate uh-huh. um, for the most part. And yeah, I mean... It's crazy. I mean, okay. I don't. I don't know how many of you guys know, but this has been my show for like the last six years. So I'm, I'm sad that it's ending, but I'm glad that it is getting a proper ending where they know it's ending. Yeah. And they're not gonna just because people have been saying it got canceled and it has not gotten canceled. They have decided to end the show. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Um, okay. It's, yeah. Yeah. It just because I've seen that a lot on social media uh-huh. people saying it got canceled it didn't yeah they, melissa and the producers and everything decided that it was time to end so they're giving them one last season to do and yeah. i just hope it's a good season all of the cast members have said it, that this season it will be good so i hope they're yeah i hope they're right yeah fingers crossed i you know for me you know as much as i do love the airverse supergirl was not that show for me i'm more of a flash and legends guy but I do understand mm-hmm. its significance, and I do love Melissa as the character. So it will be a little mm-hmm. sad, especially given you know we just lost Steven. So, yeah, it, it that is weird. We're losing another of the Trinity so soon. Yeah, and, and it's just that yeah. is weird. Yeah, and it's it's a whole thing, and you know, it, and and I understand why. I mean, we're still in COVID. Um, Melissa just mm-hmm. again had just 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 had a kid. And mm-hmm. I, I can understand, you know, not wanting to leave for Vancouver, especially if you're going to be isolated from from everyone. And yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I get it, I, I get it. But yeah, no, it. I do. Too. Yeah, it, it's 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 sad. She, yeah, it's sad. The thing is, is she is. We, the funny thing is, is with Stephen Grant and Melissa, they were always the first person mm-hmm. in for their characters for auditions. Mm-hmm. All of them had pretty much said that in a bunch of different interviews mm-hmm. um, that you can find. And, like, she, I think, really, like, was spot on with casting. Because mm-hmm. she, like, I really legit can't see anybody else being Cara. Yeah, yeah, me all. neither. And it's, like... With Grant, it's sort of the same, but I can I can definitely see Ezra playing him Barry too. Mm-hmm. But with her, I re- like because there was that rumor that there was going to be a Supergirl movie. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, that, that I I don't know anything about that either. I, I that might even even be in development. How for all I know? Yeah. So like, I really can't 
see anybody else. So it's like, and I am sad that we're losing her, like in the Arrowverse in general. Mm-hmm. I just hope that the seat last season is really good, mm-hmm. and that, um, because this this show has been like it's been so important to me for the last six years. Yeah, and, yeah. No, this yeah. this is your this is your show. This is yeah. This is my show. Yeah, this is your and show. If y'all follow me on my. Uh, like not on the podcast Twitter, but if you follow me on my regular t- Twitter at NerdGeek77, I tweet about this show a lot, probably more than I should. <laughs> um, and I have a lot of like feelings about this show, and yeah. um, it hasn't hit me that it's ending yet because I'm still in denial that that's happening. But I'm sure, like, when it comes back to air, I'll be a mess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, you know, I, yeah, no, it, it's definitely a sign. And it even makes me wonder if, and I hate, and we do have to bring up this possibility now. And I know that, you know, they were, I know that negotiations were planning on restarting before, you know, the quarantine apocalypse hit. But mm-hmm. I, but, you know, Grant, like what's gonna happen with Flash? Because Grant did yeah. say that he is up for doing two more years, but this was before COVID. And I know that yeah, throughout the show, he has had to turn down opportunities. It is interesting because when Steven ended, it was mostly he wanted to be around his family more mm-hmm. because these guys work crazy hours and they don't get to see their family hardly like at all. Mm-hmm. Like no, they don't get to see them very much. And Melissa just had a kid. So, like, especially for them, I think the whole family and being there for their kids and stuff and, mm-hmm. like, having time to spend with them was a big factor in it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Grant is not in that position right now. Mm-hmm. So, he is kind of like that wild card who um, he could want to do it for a couple more years. Mm-hmm. He could not want to do it because, like you said, he had to turn down certain opportunities because of Flash. Like, mm-hmm. there's been stuff he's been casted in. Like, he was casted in, um, uh, what was it, that mystery, murder mystery movie or something a while ago before COVID. And now I don't even know if he's going to get to do it. Yeah. He's casted as a villain in something. Yeah. And then also, earlier, I remember. I remember that he was actually cast in James Bond reboot. Yeah. Before so, like, before anyone else was. Aren't as fle- like they they are flexible, but they're not as flexible where they can go off and do other projects for like a month and come back. Mm-hmm. So like, and they're actors and they want to do different things. Mm-hmm. So like it may like for Grant, I think that'd be more of his deal is him wanting to do more stuff like that so yeah i, w- I don't know we'll just have to keep you updated on grant and see i mean right now we get a season seven yeah. so. which i believe is planning on starting this week if yeah. this, sometime this week so yay on that front but yeah yeah it's it, it's it is interesting it does question like what the rest of the airverse is going to be like especially you know mm-hmm. we we have to have a new batwoman um that one we're getting the new superman and lois show which I'm, which, by the way, I will say this: there is a possibility where Melissa could come back for like crossovers and stuff. I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll we'll see. I've heard some rumors about what the new Supergirl season is going to be about, and if those rumors are true, 
then I don't know yeah. because that would make it very difficult for her to come mm-hmm. back. Um, I'm not going to bring them up here because I don't have it in front of me and they are rumors. Mm-hmm. They aren't confirmed. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. We, we've talked about this off camera. Yeah. Yeah. So it is definitely a possibility. We'll have to see what happens. I mean, it would, it is, that is definitely a great thing about the Arrowverse is like even Steven still has the possibility to come back mm-hmm. and cameo. So like, there the and since this comic book there is definitely ways that they can do that mm-hmm. um, anyone could come back yeah so we'll just have to see i mean i don't know it just it's it's interesting because like we really are getting into phase two of the arabers really yeah like or rather phase we four got our bad woman now we, we're getting our super superman now and We'll still have Flash, and we'll still have Legends. Yeah, so. yeah, and I just, I also, yeah, and and that is that is true. I'm just also thinking, I'm also wondering like what this means for DC as a whole. That's because true. they are because you know again with the multiverse thing, you know what happens. You know the CW is still a big part of it, but there's also you know we have the Titansverse, and we have yeah. we have Titansverse and Doom Patrolverse, and the the movie verse or whatever semblance that is to, to this mm-hmm. yeah so there's that and it's just it, it's a whole thing and yeah i think about it a lot and you know you know we'll we'll, we'll see what happens we'll, we'll keep you updated and we'll see what happens mm-hmm. but yeah yeah it is interesting to keep in mind is my first thought is something that i've been thinking about is maybe they're going to finally bring car into the movies because, but I also am like, they are also embracing the multiverse now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what we'll to, we'll have to see what happens, but six seasons is a good run for any show. Mm-hmm. Um, most shows would be lucky to get that many seasons. I know one, I know one show and it was canceled by Fox that that would, I would love to have six seasons of. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care if I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. If you if you don't know that theme song, that is from Firefight, ladies and gentlemen. Which excuse me, damn you, Fox. Yeah. What? No, it's it's Fox. But yeah, no. Uh, Firefly, for those that don't know, only ran for one season because Fox kept screwing with the schedule. <laughs> I know, I know, it got a finale and stuff, but you know that is still a sore spot. Yeah. So <laughs> we will keep you updated. <laughs> yeah, I I've heard things about Firefly. I wish I need to go watch that eventually we, mm, if it's anywhere streaming i don't know if it is i believe it's either on netflix or hulu but yeah no we, we will one day dear viewers one day <laughs> yeah. yeah so we will keep you updated if anything any more information comes out about it mm-hmm. um they're set to start filming fairly soon too mm-hmm. um so hopefully we'll get episodes episode info and like kind of when they premiere soon because that. Because the rest of the shows are supposed to start premiering in January, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we don't know about Supergirl. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So. Anyways, moving on to my recommendations for the week. 
Mm-hmm. So I got two. Um, I got two. One's a Netflix movie. One's a Netflix movie, and the other is a show that was actually recommended um, via a future guest that we might have. I won't say her name, but we might have a future guest. And yeah. Um. So the first, so the first recommendation is The Devil All the Time, which is actually something I promised to review last week, mm-hmm. but I never, but I didn't get around to watching it. So this week I was able to review it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, the film stars Tom Holland as Arvin Russell, as several individual individuals from a pair of serial killers to a mysterious new creature weave in and out of his hometown of Knockham Stiff, Ohio, during the late 1960s, directed and co-written by Antonio Campos and based on the novel by Donald Ray Pollock. The film is an interesting meditation on religion and how that affects revenge. Campos and cinematographer Lowell Crowley does a good job at translating the 1960s um, Midwest Gothic setting from page to screen, but the main standout of this movie are the performances, Holland and Patterson take the cake. Um, take the cake. Colin plays the main lead, while Pattinson plays this mysterious preacher named Preston. Other mm-hmm. other noteworthy appearances include Sebastian Stan as a corrupt but decent sheriff named Broderick, uh, Jason Clark, and Riley Cohen, who I believe who the later you saw in Mad is in like something like Mad Max. Um, Mad Max we wrote as a pair of serial killers named Carl and Sandy. Um, Elizabeth Shallon from Little Women. She's the fourth little. Uh, she's the fourth little woman. She plays um, Arvin's stepsister Lenora, and Bill Sarsgaard's in this movie, um, and he plays um, Holland's Holland's character's dad. So, if I have any complaints about the movie, um, I feel the movie does drag in a bit of the beginning, but I'm not though. I thought this was a pretty good adaptation with some solid performance with some great performances from Holland and company, and I definitely give this a solid recommendation. But yeah, okay, yeah, I I'm with this and then there's another movie coming out called cherry which is actually if i, I believe directed i believe either directed or produced by the russo brothers oh really yeah and that has holland in it as well so i'm kind of liking this now dark holland take that we're getting especially <laughs> you know we are you know in the near future we will be getting spider-man 3 and you know in that right. movie um sort of for far from home but you know what happens at the end of that movie is going to force, you know, Spidey and Peter to essentially, you know, go on the run. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of interested in this, like, because I, 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 he has it. He definitely has that, like, dark, dark bad boy side, mm-hmm. so to speak, although he's still an innocent. Yeah. <laughs> Which is- he has an edge to him that he can definitely play those kind of characters. So it is great that he's in, he's getting to expand his roles and do other stuff and mm. do completely different things. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I just it's just like, oh, you sweet, sweet boy. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're trying you're, you're trying to be tough. It's like, oh, fuck you are being tough. Yeah. 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 Also, Pattinson has a very interesting accent in this movie. And I mean, like, good interesting, not bad interesting. But, okay. yeah, it's very interesting and it just, yeah, it's yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, moving moving on to our next recommendation, and this is the and then this is another one that I wasn't expecting to do, but I decided to anyway. Um, so I checked out Utopia, which is on Amazon Prime. Um, it has uh, John Cusack, Rain Wilson, Sasha Lane, and Jessica Roth. Um, Roth was in the last in the Happy Death Day movies. Um, the show follows okay. a group of young adults who, after meeting online, get hold of a cult underground graphic novel, which not only pins them as target as targets of a shadowy deep or, deep state organization, but also burns them with the dangerous acts of the same in the world. This is an adaptation of the 
of the British series of the same name and written by Gillian Flynn, who you guys might know from uh, from Gone Girl. She was the author and screenwriter of that and was a showrunner for HBO's Sharp Objects. Now, I've only seen two of the eight episodes, and for the most part, I like it. I also have not seen the original UK version. That being said, mm-hmm. they, I think the characters are compelling and the overall story is interesting. There's a scene that happens in the second episode involving an eye that I just was like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. So, yeah, no. If, if you're bored or waiting for the next episode of The Boys, season two, I highly recommend checking it out. I think it's good. So, awesome. yeah. Very cool. So, yeah, that, yeah, so that is our episode for the day, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, that is our episode. Um, if you feel free to email us feedback or your thoughts or anything at a conversation with two geeks at gmail.com. If you want to find our social media pages, go to our Twitter at convo with the number two geeks. And we're at Facebook and Instagram at a conversation with two geeks. So if you feel free to talk to us about any of what you talked about in this episode or in our past episodes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yep. I hope you have a great day. Great day, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll see you in the next episode. See you next episode, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.